Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson, where I want you to be physically free, financially free, mentally free, and emotionally free. And today, welcome back to the podcast. Again, if you're returning, thank you, everybody who has reviewed, rated, um, shared, liked. I appreciate it all from everybody. Thank you very much. Um, Today, we are going to have an episode on um, currency, altogether currency. And I have a lot of guests with me here today, guys. I'm pretty excited. This is the most, um, the most, um, the, the biggest number of guests I've had at one time. Sorry about that tongue tied. So I have a room full of guests with me here today. I'm pretty ex- excited. You've heard two of them before. Um, two of them have been on previous episodes and we have somebody new and I'm excited because I'm not the only girl today. So I got some girl power with me today. But let me welcome my guests. So today I have returning guest Kendall Jackson um, from 1010 Computers. Kendall Jackson did um, what was the title before? Cryptocurrency? Digital? Bitcoin? Yes, intro ma'am. to Bitcoin. Intro to Bitcoin. Yeah, Intro to Bitcoin. So Kendall was on the Intro to Bitcoin episode probably in December, early December. Um, thank you, Kendall, for coming back. Nice to have you. Do you want to say anything? Well, I just want to say thank you for having me again. It's a pleasure. <laughs> thank you for coming. And then we have our second returning guest, who um, Link Green, who joined me also in probably December, I believe. Uh, Link was on the budgeting episode. It was me, Link, and Betty. So Link is here, and we said in that episode that he was also a cryptocurrency um, expert. So Link is here. Thank you, Link, for coming and joining me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. It's great to be here. And the most important guest (laughs) we have joining, she is new to the podcast or new to the microphone being on the podcast episode. So today I have my female power, power player with me here. Her name is Brianna Fuller. Yes. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you for doing this. And the podcast is amazing. So thank you. Thank you. All right. And then we've got um, we've got Mr. Orlando on the I don't know which on the cables. I don't know how you sound. (laughs) I don't know how you say it anymore, but we've got our podcast engineer uh orlando here with us so we will jump right in we're trying we were trying to think how we are going to um start this episode or how we want to frame it but basically what we'll talk about you've seen a lot in the news lately about uh the future of currency so we're not just talking about bitcoin today we're not talking about um third party currencies but we're just talking about currency as a whole where is it going where is it heading what should you be doing? Um, of course, some of the stuff we'll share in here will be a little speculation because everything is not um, been shared with the public yet. None of us, none of us have a, a, a authority that high. Does anybody here have authority that no, they have? Not yet. No? Okay, so not, not yet. Right? Not yet. <laughs> some of this will is a little speculation, a little bit of guesswork, but we're we're sure we're going digital. We're very confident that we're all going digital here in America. Correct. Probably everywhere, but definitely in America. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. All right. Uh, So who wants to start? Anybody want to start? um, Where do we want to start? Yeah. So I'll I'll go ahead and start. Uh, So I'm I'm not sure how many people know this, but in 2020, when they were discussing the idea of the stimulus package, 
um, Congress actually introduced the idea of using a completely digital dollar as a stimulus payment. Um, and this is one of the biggest or, or first um, public indications that there would be a switch from a physical currency or fiat currency uh, to a digital dollar. There was also the development of Fed coin by the Federal Reserve um, and indication that this would replace the U.S. dollar. <clears throat> and that was, uh, I think it was as early as, what, what was it, 2017, 2018? Anybody heard about it? Um, so, yeah, I think it was like 2017, 2018. Uh, and this, this can all be looked up, Fed coin, F-E-D coin. Um, so we have a lot of reason to believe or understand that we are going to be switched over to a completely digital dollar. Another thing is just this week, there was an instance or an issue with the um, DBMS, the database management system, um, failing at the Federal Reserve. And like the Federal Reserve has been completely reliant on computers for at least 10 years. When has anybody ever heard of the Federal Reserve failing, failing the, the computer system failing? Um, they have, you know, stop safes, fail safes, uh, after fail safe in place for that. So that was pretty much a key indicator to me. And it seems to match up with the timeline here. So um, definitely something we want to be looking at. All right. I agree. Um, one of the things that was most monumental to me as well was the uh, introduction of the digital dollar proposal. Um, in the first stimulus package that was pulled back. Um, and we haven't heard much about it since then. Uh, so that, as you stated, was um, an initial marker for me personally. Um, as I also paid attention to the uh, issue with the Federal Reserve payment system and the current messaging system that they made or that they currently use that was made decades ago. And or was it? It was. And it hasn't been updated in quite a while. So um, as technology progresses, their primary payment system and messaging system, which transfers money all over the world, um, has been a little outdated, to say, <laughs> to the, say least. the least. Right. <laughs> so um, that example that you mentioned where they went down um, is exposing the vulnerabilities and that it is time for an upgrade. So those are additional reasons why I also feel that we're moving more to a digital currency. And on top of that, um, just understanding that the world is becoming more um, technical every day that we wake up at a rapid pace like we've never seen before, we have to, I have to assume that uh, the money monetary system will have to be able to work at a pace that corresponds with the technology that we're going to be using. Mm -hmm. um, so I always say that it's going to be very challenging having a analog dollar in a digital world. Mm. That's a good point. Great point. So what I've been looking for is what is going public? Because I guess I tend to follow a lot of people that aren't common or are labeled conspiracy theorists or, mm. you know, a lot of people I tend to follow don't even live in the United States. They long abandoned the United States. They live in other countries. Um, so I kind of keep looking for what, what you can see in the public, like pay attention. And so like I mentioned a second ago was Janet Yellen, since she had her little speech she made, I guess a week ago now, um, you know, she doesn't say the word fed coin yet. But if you guys want to start researching and not feel like, you know, you're digging too deep or it's too theoristic, um, 
do a search under digital dollar because that's what she referred to it as the digital dollar. The digital dollar will be eventually it's going to be AKA the fed coin. But I think to usher people in easily and an easy way to understand, she's just calling it. She, I mean, I almost want to quote her. I don't have the computer open. I closed it, but I almost want to quote her. She said, I see the digital dollar coming soon or something, yeah. something to that effect. It says the digital dollar is now high priority for the Fed. Okay, and there this you was go. On, uh, this was actually yesterday. Oh, well, yeah. that was another article. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. All right. So, guys, if you want to do research on your own, go ahead. Janet Yellen's now our federal, what is her title? Uh, I believe federal she's. Reserve. No, what is she, she? She's over the Treasury now. Treasury. Yeah. Now, and that's a fun fact that I was going to mention <laughs> is her history is she was on the board of the Federal Reserve. Um, so she's very familiar with their plans and in a perfect position to help them execute their plans, being that they're supposed to be separate entities. And can we remind people the Federal Reserve is not a federal government entity? Correct. Because it not. sounds very confusing. <clears throat> it's, it's private, so she yeah. worked for the Federal Reserve who covered... Who who um, controls the money supply. She worked for the Federal Reserve that controls our money supply, which is not a federal agency. It's a private agency. Right. <laughs> Just like the and, IRS. Right. <laughs> and now she works for the actual federal government yeah. in the Treasury. They said that's the Treasury Correct. Secretary of the Treasury. Correct. Oh, okay. yep. So. Yep. That's, uh, wow. I, I did not know that. So that says a lot to me, and <laughs> because it, it kind of uh, it kind of strategically blurs the the separation between uh, the Federal Reserve and the government. And uh, one of the things I've noticed that uh, during this pandemic, uh, there was some tension with the last administration um, on how they wanted to resolve things. Um, and it was a conflict between the Federal Reserve and the United States Treasury. Like, where does the where does the conflict of interest come in there? Uh, where where is that considered? You, I mean, between the the Federal, the Federal Reserve, Reserve and, the and the Treasury. That is a very good question, and I I think that line is getting more and more vague as time goes past. So um, I, I'm having trouble seeing that there is a line. And and that's what I just want to say. This isn't about being a conspiracy theorist. This is about taking facts that are presented mm -hmm. out in the open and critically thinking about them and asking ourselves, like, can we do this as regular people? Okay, but let's let's step back. Mm -hmm. You're saying taking the facts that are, quote unquote, out in the open. Okay. So Fair it enough. is public information, a lot of this stuff, but they intentionally don't put it in the open. Fair enough. So... Um, a lot of times when people want to argue with me or any of you guys mm -hmm. about, oh, where'd you get that information? It is it's public, it's public, public information, yeah, correct. Yeah. but they don't tell you. You're right. They don't tell you where to go find it. They don't show you. And it's not on the cover of the paper. So when I say that, I say like we've seen this. We, we oh, not we. Uh, a lot of people have seen this coming because of how much of a tracking system for everything that has been put in place on your car, mm -hmm. or, you know, wearable technology, your smart the smart phone, devices. Yeah, I don't even know what you say. Smart, yeah, everything yeah. is smart. So, <laughs> yeah, trash can is smart. So, um, so it's it's like the the anonymity that came with physical cash. It just isn't, you know, it's not plausible anymore. It's mm -hmm. not something that can be. It's a, uh, what do you call it? It's a, uh, a liability in a lot of ways. A massive liability. Um, yeah. So a massive liability. So how could we not see, if now that these, these facts are being presented, how could we not see that, you know, this transfer is coming? 
So when you transact with dollars, like nothing can be, you know, only you and the person that you're giving the dollars mm-hmm. to know about that transaction. So it would it would logically follow that if everything else is trackable, why not, you know, track the dollar? Which is hilarious because every time they vilify cryptocurrencies, I'm like, how in the world? I, I just, you know, for, for people who still don't know the ins and outs of cryptocurrency, it's it's asinine. <laughs> it is completely asinine. Oh, there's so much crime committed with cryptocurrency. Uh, no. There's so much crime committed with the dollar Correct. around the world. Correct. It is like the number one tool for crime in the world, not in the United States. Yeah. yeah. And that's you correct. Can <laughs> ever forever. Right. <laughs> like, all crime is committed with the dollar. So again, the whole bait and switch that they that they are telling you guys. Is, that's always my question. Like, how was crime committed or paid for prior to two thousand and eight? Like. <laughs> What happened before that? Right, like there was no crime. There was no crime before 2008 when Bitcoin was created. Right. You guys know that's false, right? Exactly. (laughs) And I I believe that um, in conjunction to what you said uh, in reference to uh, most of us being able to see this beforehand because of the uh, ongoing ability to track every aspect of our life, Mm -hmm. um, I also saw it in other ways um, specifically based on my involvement in, in business as an entrepreneur, as well as um, our business being a technical-based business. I was going to say, I was about right. to ask, so, like, what so, about that part? Right, so those two um, <laughs> just made it, it just is amazingly apparent for me. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I'll start with the business aspect, which any business owner can relate to. Um, when you're dealing and transacting with dollars, you not only have the liability of making the deposits at, at, at the end of each night, um, mm. you also have the understanding that um, banks are separate entities that are not interacting with each other at all. So, you know, as we ha- open new locations, we have to open up dummy accounts close to that location to deposit the money and then wait for that money to be transferred to our main account. So as you open new locations, there's not always, for example, we use a credit union, Mm -hmm. our credit union near that location. And we can't have that person drive 30 minutes an hour. So just seeing the the inefficiencies of the dollar there versus our credit card transactions, which go directly to our main account Mm -hmm. uh, and... And in combination with technology and seeing how technology is evolving, evolving, how drones are becoming used, mm. um, how, you know, uh, kiosks are being used more and more. Self-checkout. Correct. And okay. seeing how, you know, anticipating, speculating how they are going to merge autonomous vehicles with uh, companies like Uber and Lyft. So maybe those will come to pick you up or deliver your oh, goods. Wow. And if you can envision those two, which are already technologies that are uh, available today, then I always say, what would it be like for the liability standpoint of that company if people were depositing dollars into those cars? Those cars would literally become uh, moving ATM machines that will become a, another <laughs> Li- liability. Liability right. on top so of liability. Just understanding the business dynamics along with the technical aspect, I didn't see any way that we could not uh, switch to a digital system. Yeah, and I and I just want to say for for anyone who is questioning this, 
There are over 160 major companies that are in the Fortune 500, Fortune 100 um, list that are using and accepting Bitcoin. BMW being one of them, Microsoft, AT&T, anybody who's like a thrifter, Etsy. Um, E-T-S-Y, Etsy is, is accepting Bitcoin. Like I could I could go on. Overstock.com. Overstock. They were mm-hmm. one of the very first. They were. <laughs> their, their original owner was into Bitcoin. Oh, see, I didn't so know he that. he sold yeah. the company. Yeah, he's been accepting since it started. I did not know Overstock's that. Overstock's been okay, accepting so, Bitcoin. So, I mean, one. and that just, that just speaks to the point that every, like these businesses are, whenever we learn about accounting, whenever we learn about running a business, we always look to big business. How do they do it? How did they become millionaires, billionaires? So you see that these companies are these companies aren't going to run towards something that is 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 bound to fail. Usually they have insider information, right? Um, I guess you can't call it that, but they have information to know, hey, this is something, this is where we need to be. So if that's not a key indicator, I really don't know, you know, what it is. And even if it's not insider information, they have the power to control the direction or manipulate the direction yes. of the entire market. Mm-hmm. So as an industry leader, um, you know, what you do is going to impact the market heavily. And an example of that is Tesla. You know, being that they are uh, recently uh, made it publicly that they're going to be accepting purchases uh, in Bitcoin, yep. then do you not think that their competitors are going to follow suit and they that they're going to exactly? So it's going to cause a domino effect that I believe has already started. So, okay, uh, side note, really quick, since you said Elon Musk, <laughs> did you see? I had a class last night. Did you guys see? They had an article that said. Uh, they suspect he's under investigation with the SEC. Did you guys see that about making no, the doggy but I coin? Do oh, the oh doggy I know, coin but I did comment. see that all of a sudden he started saying that uh, he's abandoning Bitcoin. Like it was oh, like, yeah. well, it was he didn't say it outright, but he implied it. But I didn't see that he was under investigation. I got I got to check that. I out. saw that. I didn't I didn't think it was uh, from any official source yet. I think okay. it's still in the speculation stage. Okay, okay. I would say that uh, Elon Musk is no. Stranger to the SEC, uh, they had a case against him for his company Tesla. <laughs> yep. uh, so I don't think that that bothers him at all. Mm. Um, and uh, one thing I will say that I use as a marker is the big companies coming out this time is significantly different from the previous bull markets that we had, in that they have to uh, be transparent with their uh, involvement into cryptocurrency. So the same way we found out that um, Tesla was being involved because they had to make a filing with the SEC prior to mm-hmm. making the transaction, yep, the regulation. then as the average American, mm-hmm. we now have the ability to see what the will is doing and know their moves before they make it. Mm-hmm. So you have a sense of, uh, I'm going to use air quotes, security, and knowing that uh, the market cannot move drastically without these, all of the companies making it known what they do. So prior to uh, this bull market, you know, it was retailers. You can buy one moment, get scared and be out of it mm-hmm. the next moment. With these big companies, we know that this is here to stay because there would have to be a massive filings of SEC uh, notices that they're about to liquidate this asset prior to that ever happening. So that is a safety net that we can use, and I would recommend that people take advantage of. I would definitely second that. I not only recommend, I implore you to take advantage of looking into getting cryptocurrency. 
Um, and the reason for that is they're already transferring everything over. When we talk about Bitcoin versus a, a centrally controlled fed, fed coin, right, or a digital dollar, as we call it, you have to understand that there's more um, anonym, uh, anonymity with Bitcoin in that it's, it's decentralized, excuse me, it's decentralized. And the movement, this is why they say that it's, it's involved with crime so much, because they can't track it. Whereas if they switch over to a digital dollar and they issue you this digital dollar, you are now at their mercy. You are now um, subject to whatever it is that they give you, and whatever your do- whatever they deem your dollar worth, which is probably going to be close to nothing. That's just what it is. You have no options. Whereas now you have the ability to transfer your money into digital currency, into Bitcoin, into Ethereum, whatever the case may be. If you don't know, you know Kai has a class. Um, Link so, has so, a class. Link has a class. But this is your podcast. Kendall and, and we, I will be doing classes. Kendall, we yes. will. We will. <laughs> you know, so um, Bree and I have a class actually. So Bree? yes, yes. So we, we have a class. We teach we teach classes, but it's 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 not as we are. Our job is to remove. The, sh- the, the fear, the, f- the anxiety, the stigma, the, mm-hmm. stigma. Yeah, the, stigma, the fear, the You're anxiety. A I tried to say stigma and I bit my tongue. <laughs> so, yes, the stigma behind cryptocurrency being this 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 complex. Is, well, because you know, the, the point is you're going there. Right. You have no choice. Right. It's been, okay, Janet Yellen said the digital dollar. We're going, you're going whether you want to go or not. What about people who refuse? What like what what do they're you going? What do you predict that would the world would be like for them? I think well, that is an amazing question. That's um, what we're all and, trying to guess. <laughs> well, right I'm just going to say this: I How use history as a as a source oh, of reference. Yeah, yeah. and History's it's in and, and and again, I use my personal background as so. I'm going to explain it from my point of view. Um, I saw the same thing with technology. Okay, Mm -hmm. so uh, people started to transition and the world became more technical based and people had to use computers. Right. And what we saw as service providers is that a lot of people come in and they say, I've been 50 something years and I've never had to use a computer. I have no interest in using a computer. And then several years later, they come back in and they're like, hey, my Social Security and my doctor's appointment said I have to book it online and there is no other option. Can you please teach me this? Mm, And so what we try to do now is um, to understand that that is likely to occur again with electronic money, essentially. Um, So, But it's it's going to be uh, more gun to your head. Correct. Because this when we did the transition digital everyone was able to do theirs at their leisure. Correct. So retailers could do it when they wanted to. Doctor's office could do it when they wanted to. Electro- um, um, what am I trying to say? Utility companies. Mm-hmm. But now this is our currency. So there's going to be, I assume there'll be a, I'm going to call it a relatively short window, my prediction. Yeah. It's going to be it's a relatively happening. short transition window when you're going to have some type of option and then that window's going to stop and there's going to be some type of uh, shorter window, more urgent, and then somehow there's going to be a drop dead this, date. This is that window. And and, and so you, Kendall <laughs> said something there. that, yeah, that just blew my mind. I'm thinking he's going to go, he's going to go all the way back to uh, the Gold Reserve Act. Right. He's, <laughs> he's talking about like 20 years ago. Exactly. Right? Um, I, I didn't even think about that. My, like my grandmother still calls me and she's like, baby, I can't get this computer to work. Can you help me work it from the, and I'm like, grandma, somebody has to be there with you. I can't, 
that's crazy to me. That just blew my mind. So now imagine that with uh, people being able to manage their own money. That mm. is significantly more drastic. But we have people that aren't using the computer yet, and now they're going to lose access to currency that definitely is going to require some type of computer usage. That's correct. So this is oh, double there, whammy. There's definitely going to be a lot of pushback from the government, mm. like with, with Bitcoin. So how, how will we deal with in the future if the government is like, we only take, most businesses will only take FedCoin? Like, we're not taking Bitcoin, of course, because the, the government tries to control everything. So what happens then? Well, I think they're always, behind it. I think that's too late. But even even if it is, right, you can always go in. You can't come out. So when I, when I, what I mean by that is if you have Bitcoin and you need to transfer it to some FedCoin. You just swap it out. just swap it out. Like, swap out okay. what you need. Yeah, you seen that I need that $100 FedCoin? Yeah. Let me just get my $100 FedCoin. You fed, yeah, coin. all you seen was me buy, buy FedCoin and, and use the FedCoin to buy some groceries. But if you only have FedCoin. That's all, yeah. You, you're like, stuck. Because they're not you going do, to let you swap Bitcoin gonna, for Bitcoin. Yeah, it's centralized. That, well, let me, not say, let 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 me give a, a little different perspective because I actually don't see that occurring. You don't? Uh, don't and I don't see which one um, Them not allowing you to use Bitcoin. Okay. And the reason I because say that is... they want it. They want it because they're trying to get as much XRP, as they can. You see that with XRP. You're right. Correct. You're right. So, yeah, and, yeah. The, and the reason and then the premises that I have for that conclusion is, number one, uh, the IRS already has laws that says they're welcoming you to pay your taxes in Bitcoin. Yep. Okay. And um, I believe in Florida... There is a city that is allowing you to do the I same, and they're going to be paying their staff members uh, in cryptocurrency. Oh, I um, wow. And I remember seeing that even in the NFL, there's at least one player yep. who gets a portion of their payment uh, in cryptocurrency. So the government is watching this, and I don't think that, especially the biggest one being the IRS, they would allow you to pay your taxes in something that they would soon uh, deem obsolete. So I do not see that happening, um, as well as the uh, large investment firms being able and making multi-billion dollar Billions. transactions in this. Uh, they, I, I think that they would have stepped in and deemed yeah. it a threat immediately if that was their long-term plan. So, so allow me to recant, because you're right, I misspoke. What I, what I do know, though, is... Once you take that Fed coin and put it back into Bitcoin, in my opinion, and I could be wrong, eyes are on you. They're, they're still tracking what you have. Eyes are on you. I feel like it would be a lot easier to jump in. Than to, that's what I mean by I feel like it would be, be a lot easier to jump in than to jump out. So I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm completely wrong with that. But I still feel like there's going to be something. you know. And ultimately, yes, they do want your Bitcoin. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you they could have gotten rid with <clears throat> rid of it, that that was the goal for the last ten years. <laughs> so yeah. Who's the person still sitting in jail? Is it the Silk Road guy, mm -hmm. the one they wouldn't pardon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, you know, if they could get rid of it, that was always the plan was to make it just disappear. Exactly. Um, I don't. I I think there are going to be several levels. I think we're looking at it as a linear uh, uh, thing, or from a linear point of view. Um, however, I believe that it's going to be more dynamic. So it's when it, one of the things that are causing the problem is the linear structure. So if the system goes down, everything goes down as a, as a 
response or effect of that. I think the new monetary system is going to be more digital, meaning that it's going to be layers on layers on layers, and you can choose and switch and interact in the currencies that you choose of your choice. Mm. Now, I do believe that at the most primitive and basic level, like our economic system now, uh, there will be the digital dollar or the local digital fiat for each country, like they're doing the yuan now in, uh, in Asia. Mm. Um, however, I do believe that there will be uh, more complex levels on top of the financial system that those who are more informed can operate in, just like we have now with investing in stocks and CDs and, and different uh, uh, other different financial vehicles that you can take advantage of. So I do see that uh, even though we are likely to have a digital fiat currency, that they're welcoming the other platforms on top because they have a place as well. Agreed. Uh, I, I remember sitting in on a... Um a conference and a blockchain visionary. So, you know, a group of blockchain visionaries were given, giving their perspective on each industry having their own, like you're saying, their own cryptocurrency. So the entertainment industry having their own, the, the automotive industry having their own. So each of these industries and all of them working in conjunction with one another. Um, and I think this was even before the, the concept of Fed coin even came around or the idea of a centralized government control. That was like always the antithesis of what cryptocurrency was, right? right. So at this time, that's, that's exactly what they were saying. So that's, that's an amazing point. Okay. So <laughs> now I was looking up something. <laughs> so I was looking, we started with the tax and the, di um, the different forms. Mm -hmm. And so has anybody here filed their taxes yet? I have not filed my taxes. I have not either. I'm <laughs> trying to look up I the question. I'm waiting for them to be filed. When I teach the class, I used to teach the class and I had a small section in my course that talked about taxes. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of took it out. Now I'm like, you need to um, consult your tax tax um, professional. Right. Um, because even from when I did that first, I made the PowerPoint for my first set of classes were in November. Um, two things happened. They came out with the new line that's on the tax forms. And oh, yeah, the crypto part. Yeah, yeah the yeah. crypt, the new crypto question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they also, I should have looked it up before we started today. That new law that was that Brie said, can't wait. Can she said, wait, hold that? the phone. Can what? we talk about that? What does, what does it say? Oh, it I'm trying to you. find it. I'm trying to find it right now. Hold on again. Okay. But if, okay, I'm looking You're to find it. You're not just going to move past No, that. no, no. <laughs> but the question, it literally says, it's, it's almost, there's only about, um, I guess 20% of Americans that can not check the box or say yes, because the question says, I believe it's something along the lines of, it, it, uh, it had everything used, in it though. It said, have you used any, it, yeah. bought it, sold, sold it, it, heard of it, yes. benefited, benefited from yeah. it, plan to use it. It was like, it's a catch all. It, right. it was literally a catch all question. Right. Mm. So almost everyone is going to have to mark. Yes. Cause it, it, it literally said like, have you heard of it? Have you ever heard of cryptocurrency? <laughs> not, did you make money off of it or not? It well, even even though they have those questions, believe it or not, there'll still be a, a very small percentage of the population that marks yes to yeah, that. I, I um, a lot of us are but, still in the dark. But I've been told that that's going to be the government's loophole, not loophole. It's going to be their their go to mm -hmm. for audits and fines and all this uh, other yeah, stuff. I was like, what, what's the 
What's the reason? I would I say the reason because it's the, fraud. If you don't mark yes, and they find out that you had you knew about it, mm. correct. And and from a strategic point, um, it allows you as a very good initial filter. Do we need to be looking into this person to see if they have cryptocurrency and matching their social security number with our? Um, the exchanges that are in the United States or not. And mm-hmm. if not, then we don't need to waste that money and resources. Um, so let them tell us and let that responsibility be on them. Absolutely. And then we can quickly follow up and save a lot of time and money. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I found, well, Link found the, um, the, the question. question. All right. Mm-hmm. What does it say, Bree? The new form 1040 ask, at any time in 2020, did you receive, sell, send, exchange, or otherwise acquire any financial interest in any Virtual currency. So virtual currency is <laughs> NFTs. What is that? Yeah. Is that virtual? virtual what? Right, right. Virtual digital, right. like you know, virtual, virtual digital. Like, I mean, I are we playing a syntax game? Well, here? that's what I said. They made it general enough that it's like, who marks no to the? I mean, there are some people. Yeah. I think it's just going to be very vague for a while until mm-hmm. they come out with uh, absolute definitions. Or until they need yeah. to use it. Right. And yeah. they, they decide at that time, okay, th- now that we've had you all answer the question, now we've decided we're going to interpret the question this way. Right. And that, so, my friends, is called the color of law. Yeah. Right. That, that's exactly and, how they're going to put it made real vague right now absolutely. until we need to take it to court. Absolutely. Now it's going to be real specific, specific. when we take you to court. Yep. Right. <laughs> which, which brings uh, my attention to the fact that um, the legal system eventually will have to be renovated as well. And what I mean by that is it is also a system that has been around since the beginning of the country and has not been updated much, which means the processes are analog. And and what's happening now is this digital technology is evolving faster than the rate at which they can change and update and modify the laws. So one of the major things uh, that's holding this technology back is the lack of uh, regulatory clarity Mm -hmm. of making it clear to people what they can and cannot do. And that's because the law, the legal system is extremely outdated. So that's what we're experiencing right now, which leads me to believe that sometime in the near future, you are likely to see some changes to the legal system as well as the financial system. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely necessary. Uh, you can't go into this with old ways of thinking, seeing that there's a digital age upon you. Um, you can't. You can't. You can't necessarily. Uh, I, I lost my whole train of thought. <laughs> Wait, well, let me pick up and help you Our out. Engineers here. back here. <laughs> Orlando's laughing. having his own He's private like, yeah, party yeah, over yeah, here. Well, I'm getting you. into. Oh. I'm bopping over here. I ain't hearing not not a sound, but I'm bopping. Well, let me let me continue on on and that thought and just give a little piece of advice why why you why we everybody get themselves back together. Um, one of the things of advice that I would like for people to take away from this um, that doesn't get lost in translation is that. That um, all of the things that you're experiencing around you are leading you to one conclusion that I recommend we pay close attention to. Um, the tomorrow, all of the systems of tomorrow, the reality of tomorrow is going to require constant learning. Um, so informing yourself and making yourself familiar with the resources um, because it is about to be dynamic. One of the main things that I say is that the old world. Um, prior to being digital, 
and evolving like we're seeing now was more analog. We can uh, have a set of, of objectives and goals, go to college, get a job, get married, maybe five to 10 goals, and we can spend our entire life focusing on those. Uh, the new world will be changing drastically. So as a point of reference, I tell people to look at how uh, life changed from the early 90s to today. In that decade, it changed significantly more than the past 20 to 30 years and the way that we do things. You know, so, a long time. Exactly. So the more what happens is technology, um, it um, causes, it swallows everything essentially. And it defla- it causes deflation, meaning you can do more with less. Mm. And so the more technology that's implemented into the economy, into our world, the faster things will change. So the next five years will be faster than the last, uh, more changes than the last 10 years. And then thereafter that, each year will be equivalent to the change that we've used to experience in, in five to 10 years. Mm. And so we have to condition ourselves uh, to be mentally ready to change and drop a lot of the old ways that we are uh, heavily attached to, and I would say that we have associated with our identity. So the biggest lesson that I try to get, the founding idea, is to change often and to change fast. The digital age will require that, and it will be the difference the main difference of those who are successful versus those who are not successful. So don't be a uh, blockbuster. <laughs> Correct. Don't be blockbuster. Don't be blockbuster. That, that, and, and, you know, I had a blockbuster moment. And it, of course, it would be a, a tech person who says change often. And, change, you know, that's that's all you guys are about is updating, learning, <laughs> skill, learning new skills. So it's, it's crazy because I do, you know, I do crypto consulting. And there, there became a time where there came a time where I was doing really good. I was, you know, I was making good money. So I just kind of, you know, chilled out, laid back. And I got back into consulting. It was like um, late last year. Yeah. I got back into consulting, and I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, what's, <laughs> what is all of this? What is a DAO? What is a, you know, uh-huh. just all this, you know, what's a liquidity pool? What's, what's yield farming? And so I realized in that moment. You took a break. Can't you can't take you can't. a break right. with this. It, you, I mean, you want to take a break and just, you know, go farm or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool. People do it. But in this age, if you are going to participate in any way, shape or form, you have to remain informed often every day. Like, you know, Kai's always talking about the podcast in the morning. You know, listen to a, a podcast about something you don't know anything about or something that you're interested in. Remain up to date on everything. So that that was a major point. Thank you for that. That was that was definitely a jewel. You okay, dropped. and let me tell you what I liked about this. I like. I mean, I really appreciate what you said. But when I uh, had my little um, shindig with the children, <laughs> uh, they asked me if they have if if did you have Wi Fi when you were little? I was like, oh, wow. no. They were like, ah, how do you live without Wi Fi? One of the children asked me if I had electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have electricity? You were little. I was like, okay, y'all are going too far. But now I'm going to have fun. So Sila's 10 mm. and yeah. dollar bills will be gone by time, she, far before the time she's 18. Yeah. 
So I'm a oh I'm gonna laugh at her when she has her child, yeah. and I'm gonna save some old dollar bills if it's <laughs> legal for us to even do something. Be like, look, your mom used to spend these when she was little. This yeah. was called a dollar bill. <laughs> right, that's how it was. So her be. kids can call her old and laugh at her. That's how it's gonna see, be. Look, we gonna we gonna save this. We gonna vibrate this episode. Yeah. For you. <laughs> and I, and I, I want to actually on a serious note, the dollar thing. So. You remember, does everybody remember when this all happened? And, uh, okay, do you, <laughs> all right, cool. Does anybody, does everybody remember when this all happened with the, you know, COVID and everything and they started saying that they weren't accepting dollars? Mm. Correct. That there was a coin shortage. Mm. Correct. Where mm. has that coin shortage and those dollars, where has that gone? I mean, now they're accepting dollars again. So I, I say all that to say this. Just one more, just one more indicator to me that they they are trying to hoard the um, intrinsic the, the items with the intrinsic value, which are you know, i.e., your coins, uh, and and use those dollars to switch things up or, or or give you this digital dollar. So just pay close attention to that. Like the first thing was um, there was an issue with it being too. Right, it transferred the germs. Right, right. So we're looking for contactless, is what they were recommending. Right, right. but before this, they had never said anything about a coin shortage. The year before, well, and all the other um, viruses that came—the pig flu, the bird flu, all the other flus, swine flus. Yeah, nothing ever got transferred on the bill until we got to this one. So it's just under, you know, like so. That's what I meant earlier by just stuff that's kind of out there. In, right. in your face, but yeah, if you don't if you don't put it together, you just don't put it together. So let's let's take that to the next step and 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 give them some more clarity. How do you guys think that this transition will take place? How do you think that the transition from uh, the dollar uh, will convert over to a hundred percent uh, digital economy? Like, so what do you think? Ways, would so many right? ways it could happen. There's so many ways it happen. I don't have any more else to elaborate on. Yeah. It's kind of a loaded question. Like I don't know. Yeah, where, I think you kind of said it earlier. You said it. You said it would not be. It would be very dynamic. Like you answered the question earlier. Well, specifically, let's let's talk okay. specific. Okay. So, um, how do you think if if they're going to get rid of the dollars, mm-hmm. how do you think they're going to get all the dollars back? Because so, that has to be the first objective. Well, right? and so the I, first thing on the the video that we saw, or I saw, I think you guys saw the video. Which too. one with the the woman speaking? Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, that one yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, first thing, the easiest thing to go for is the dollars in your bank accounts. The dollars yeah, that they already are, quote unquote, holding for you. So your investment accounts, 401ks, mutual funds, savings accounts, money markets. You physically don't have those anyway. Correct. They're already just on your ledger, on your bank ledger. So how do you see them transferring that over? Do you see them... Uh, just um, automatic sending you a message saying you've been exchanged a one for one rate or how do you actually see that? Uh, so, of course, out? a suggestion that was made was that they entice people to agree to change over initially by offering better interest rates. Because Bingo. in your checking accounts and savings accounts and money markets, you make point zero zero one up to point point one. <laughs> you know, you make nothing. So you entice them with paying them more interest, which is all a joke. It's a joke if you're creating all the, you know, you make the inflation. So, yeah, give me 10% interest. But then if you inflate the dollar, I mean, what does it really matter? But and, yeah, and what for, it, people will miss that part. Go ahead. What were we going to say? And this is kind of, I might be moving into this question too fast. I don't know if we answered the, the first question, but what about credit? Like, do you think, does credit, would credit have anything to do with this? 
So for, that that's also sort of a, a, a that's also sort of a uh, loaded question because a lot of um, uh, smart contracts allow people to leverage credit not not credit but but you know get loans leverage loans um, or loaning protocols that's what yield farming and and you know liquidity pools are all about um, but one thing I did want to speak to when 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 you asked about the um, when Kendall asked about the you know how are they going to transfer over mm-hmm. um, definitely with the, the money that are in these these accounts um, but also for the people who don't put their money into these accounts they for whatever reason because like you said no, a lot of people yeah they don't they didn't want to even use computers Correct. so a lot of people are gonna yeah they're gonna keep their money but we seen in Venezuela in 2019 like you know how the money was so worthless nobody would accept it they were throwing it in the street because it was mm-hmm. worthless so I do and this may just be my mind and how I over I tend to overthink things but I I could I see that as being a possibility. So you mean them destroying the value of the dollar? Am I understanding that correctly? Absolutely. So how would that impact the? So the difference that the question that comes to my mind is how would that impact them being the world power? Because Venezuela is not a large True. player it's on the world the bricks, scale. Yeah. So um, the United States couldn't take that approach because that would also mean that. Uh, they would be demoting themselves on the world economy. So I don't see that as a likely issue because of that one reason, just personally. No, no, no. Um, That's a great point. Even the petrodollar. Does it go the petrodigital dollar? What what happens to (laughs) the petrodollar? I'm actually talking about that as well, but um, I know that a lot of countries are sending back U.S. dollars. Well, like they've Saudi been trying Arabia. to get out of that for a long time. So We've been bombing me, them just as soon as they announce it. Right, and that's right. what made me think that eventually <laughs> it would come to that because if nobody wants your money anyway, it's like, you know, you've already been demoted as a, as a world power. But that's also a great point. You have to look at it, you know, in duality, like the, the polarity of it all because... Well, right, so you have yeah. to counter that. What so, do you say, Kendall? Uh, What's the answer this, to your own question? What's your idea? <laughs> well, this is just my perspective. What I see is along the lines of what you uh, initially mentioned. Uh, if you pay attention, I look at the facts that are already present. Um, something that is very, very, very popular and very, very easy to understand right now is staking. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you pay attention, Coinbase, um, Mm -hmm. which is the number one, I would say the number one most popular uh, exchange in the United States is just mentioned that they're offering Ethereum staking on. And they also have staking on at least one other coin. I believe it's um, I forget what the name of it is right now, but they they're offering staking and that staking will generate you um, an average of seven or more percent on the money that you have. So I believe that um, you can't, it it wouldn't be beneficial to use force. Uh, So I don't think it'll be like the gold standard uh, removal where uh, they were like, hey, it's illegal to transact and go give us your gold because it's against the law. Because then uh, they control the entire monetary system. This complex system, uh, it can operate without them. So if they threaten people, people can run to something used in another country and that would just propel the other country. However, if you play into people's greed, uh, because that is what stimulates the market, uh, greed and fear, mm-hmm. that's that I call those the, the uh, things that cause the market to go up and down. It's like mm-hmm. a heartbeat, right? Yep. So if you play into greed, then everyone will be running to the bank um, because they'll see that their dollar is losing value and this is gaining 7, 10, 20% annually. Who wouldn't exchange it? So I, I believe that that will uh, allow people, will be the most strategic way to, to do the transfer. 
<laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, don't give him ideas. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. No, 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 I, I just wanted to speak to what he okay. was saying about the staking, but but I was just the, oh, the coins. Yeah, the okay. coins. Um, you're absolutely correct. I had no idea about about this, and yeah. All right. So the coins are Ethereum, of course, mm-hmm. Algorand or Algo. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll give you point zero one Algo daily. Uh, Atom or Cosmos mm-hmm. that will give you one Atom every seven days, and then Tezos XTZ. Uh, yeah, that'll give you one XTZ every three days. So thank you for that information. You're welcome. And there's also another website called BlockFi, B-L-O-C-K-F-I.com. And they uh, do very well with that. So I'm finding that a lot of companies are offering that. Um, and it's in, and it's a it's a, a process that I see growing drastically because it benefits both parties. Anytime you have a relationship that benefits both parties, they're likely to stay and invest in that relationship. Yep. So the person that puts their money in get to get seven to ten percent. The institution that holds the money get to leverage that uh, cryptocurrency and the power that comes along with that mm-hmm. and influence the market. So I really see that as being a main factor in what will help the conversion. Yep. And so I'm just completely interested in a lot of things, too. First of all, how many Fed dollars are they going to make? Number one. I don't think that there's a cap. Just like the regular dollar. Again, so interest rates and stuff ain't going to matter much if they're just going to keep making more of them. But anyway, um, True. also, as far as I just kind of lost my train of thought. So it was making them, backing them with... Um, Assets or loan? How was I trying to explain this? Ba- backing what the? Fake? Well, now when you get dollar? loans mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like how- collateral, right? right. So oh, what they what I think what and that's speaking on the point I wanted to come back to um, uh, that Bree mentioned about credit. Uh, I do believe that again at the at the at the base level of the economic system, it'll be similar to now. If you can't afford Absolutely. it, they will find a way to help you to afford it <laughs> to get what little money that you have. Yeah. Um, however, I think above that, the main thing that they're going to be focusing on is collateral. So countries' powers are going to be based on how much cryptocurrency they can convince people to bring to them. So I believe that it's going to be a combination of uh, incentivizing people. Um, and, and that will be based off of a subscription based life. So work with me here. If you look now, if you look now, everything is becoming subscription based. Mm -hmm. Microsoft office is subscription based. You have Netflix, which is your new cable, that subscription based. You have your audio, which is your title and your Amazon. Exactly. And you will be happy. That's, that's their phrase. Their phrase. And we'll be happy. That that's the phrase that they have on. Look, on they ain't been on, to my house. <laughs> uh, so uh, what you what I'm seeing transpire is companies, um, especially in the technology era or field, are going to subscription base. So what I anticipate will occur will be um, if you allow us to hold a half of a Bitcoin. These are the advantages that you have access to. If you allow us to hold one Bitcoin, these are the amenities that you... So the same way that they used to do with cable packages, right? Mm -hmm. You pay this much, you get these services. It's just that you won't have to consistently pay because what you are giving them is generating the value that they don't have to keep coming after you. Mm So So that was going to be one of the questions. How? I mean, we can't predict the exact dollar amount and you ask anybody on earth it's different what will the value of bitcoin be at december 31st of 2021 you can get six million answers what will it be by the time the next having event you can get twenty five thousand answers but 
how are they going to how are they going to create value with the Fed coin? Like, how are you going to convince me that switching my Bitcoin to your Fed coin is even a bit like what? Well, what's the sales of, a pitch? Lot of, a lot of people aren't going to know. They're going to feel like they have no choice. Like, oh my you know, goodness. just like right. you said with gold, when right. they were telling people. You, so it's, it's, the, it's the trick like with children. So yeah. the same trick with children. What? what? I, oh, yeah. With I, a little kid, you always do the trick of I'll give you. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you these six pennies for your one quarter. Yeah. And the yeah. kids are like, you're going to give me six of them. Yeah. yeah give yeah. me your one quarter and yeah. I'm going to give you these six. pennies. OK, I'm going to have six. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. the same thing with Fed coin, Bitcoin. Get, you know, give me your one Bitcoin. Now give you a well, whole well, bunch you, of Fed you, coin. I mean, you got, yeah, you got people out there. Look at how we spend our money. Just average Americans, how they spend their money regularly. Right. You know, right. Uh, food, um, cigarettes, alcohol. Like, if you're telling them, hey, I can't, you can't buy this unless you have this. That's what my question was earlier. Yeah, yeah. So Business, if you, Businesses are like, no, I'm not taking that. Yeah, if so, you got to speak. Oh, yeah. okay. So not so, only. So, so, okay, yeah. So, so no, that's that's all I wanted to say. If you if you can't get access to that, okay, how do I how do I get it? What do I got to go do to get it? All right, let me go do it. I'll be right back. So to elaborate on both of you guys, great points. Um, uh, your point on, um, well, I'm going to start with yours because that's what came to my mind first. Ignorance has always been the tool of, of governments, mm -hmm. right? So, the, uh, and this is me, I believe the education system was strategically designed to make you ignorant. It doesn't teach you about finances, doesn't teach you about budgeting, it doesn't teach you about credit. It so, teaches you to be a good, worker. Exactly. good worker. employee. Right. Yeah. So I believe that they're going to continue that. So um, a lot of the base level, what I consider the base level of the economic system will be similar to the base level of the economic system today. Until people um, get older and generations start to learn, which they will because they grow, will grow up in a dynamic age, uh, then it, they will elevate to the higher levels. But at the base level for the people who are just learning, they're going to make it exactly like it is now. And so that brings me to your point. Um, if you look at the way people are spending money now, we're already falling for the children's trick, right? We're getting where you give me your money for this car and it's going to depreciate as soon as you drive it off the lot and you're going to lose 20 to 30 percent of your money as soon as and you start it up. And we run the lot and we buy them. Right. That's what I'm and spend more and so more money on that. Right. So, but then less and less. Like, hey, you're, not, you're losing, right. but you look good. You look good. You look good. <laughs> Those wheels are shining, man. Right. So look at all of the things that depreciate in value now. Uh, that, you know, the phones that we buy, the shoes that we buy that we know take $10, $20 to make in some other country. And we Less gladly pay $1,200 and finance it for three to five years. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the interest on top of the loss of knowing that they're going to come out with another one in the next eight months and do it again. So I don't think that that is going to take a lot of uh, skill and talent or, and or thought. Yeah. Right. It's just going to be, hey, uh, put more emphasis on the plan that's been working so far. I think most people that um, own Bitcoin now, I don't think they're going to be buying into Fedcoin. I think the population right now who has who have Bitcoin, I don't know about no, in the next right. upcoming years, but the population who, has, who have Bitcoin right now, they know. I feel like they we know, like we know better. Definitely, unless, unless it it's something that they do, unless it's something that they have to do that requires Fed coin. I think, right. you know, if they Get got it they, as needed, yeah, right. they got to right. pay a ticket right. or they got to, you know, 
do something with the government. Or, but yeah, I, I absolutely. I love your point because um, I see it differently. I see the fiat currencies and the fair coins as man's last attempt to hold on to power. Right. Uh, when you are losing power, you usually display signs of desperation. Drastic, and drastic exactly. Yep. And I think that these are merely um, momentary, um, drastic measures that will extend it a little bit. Every, However, everything. Right. Everything. I mean, politically, financially, everything right. that's going on right now. So, yeah. so the people who are, as you stated, the people who are buying into Bitcoin see further down the line. Right. And I, I believe that um, even with theirs, I, I really don't see how they can how they can say that you have to have Fedcoin to do this. I think the Fedcoin is the only place that I can see it is if there is some sort of UBI, universal basic income, like they do in other countries, which is already a real thing that most people yeah. don't know about, that they give you an allowance simply for being a citizen yeah. of the country. Okay. And I believe that, and I always tell my wife, I say, I think that these uh, fiat currencies are going to be the new welfare. And I'm just, just being honest. I think that for people who don't transition and convert over properly, mm-hmm. we have to have a way to... Uh, give them uh, and, and support them so that they don't riot, so they don't destroy the entire system. And if you, it, when I look at stimulus packages, I see the beginning that's, of that's a UBI. That's absolutely the beginning, right? That, of, an, of allowances, like <laughs> Fed coin allowances. My, Go ahead, my my my, my so, allowance for my uh, mama. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna send you all a um, a, a video. Uh, where they talk about that exactly, and in order to continue getting your your stimulus check every month, you have to you know get your your vaccinations and you have to yada yada and do everything that you're supposed to do that the government wants you to do, and that's exactly what it sounds like, um, and that's what I think I, I really think is going towards that. Just you know from 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 keeping my ear to the ground and 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 the, you know the background that I have, I really feel like it's going to that and. Not only that, when you go into the when you go into a um, a federal building now or a state building now, if they want you to pay a certain way, you got to pay a certain way. Like if you go to get anything right. done, if they want you to only cashiers check, yeah, right. or only a money debit order, card, or, only yeah, money order, cash, yeah. and, it, and it changes. So I, I definitely think that, and also to say that, not saying that you're saying that, but for anyone, excuse me. <laughs> Please cut that out. All right. So for anyone to say that you know these these businesses won't accept a certain type of currency, I I I don't I don't really agree with that. Like these businesses are afraid of people walking into them without a mask on because they don't want to be you know fined or whatever the case may be. So I do feel like if the government comes down with a mandate and says, hey, you can only take this type of currency, mm. I do feel like they will take it. They they will. Uh, enforce it. I, I just do. Well, let me say this. Uh, in a capitalist environment, the number one driver is greed. Okay. So um, if there are new forms of payment as a business owner, it is in my best interest first in order to survive, to accept <laughs> all forms of payment, especially the ones that wealthy people are most likely to be mm. walking around and operating in. So for me to say that, no, I only accept checks would, would be destroying my business. Will they be able to make have a decision? Will they be able to have that that freedom to say I'll accept all of it? 
I believe Probably. that they will. And the reason is this. Because if I the IRS, say, I only want Bitcoin. Correct. If I the IRS is releasing <laughs> laws for it, if the IRS is allowing you to pay your taxes in it, if at least one uh, local government in Florida is allowing and stating that they're going to pay their staff in it, I don't think that you can pay someone as a governmental entity and then at the same time say that you can't use this currency that we paid you in to pay your bills. I think that is um, uh, is, is a direct conflict. One thing that I will say in conjunction uh, with the uh, welfare program, the new digital welfare program is what I call it, is that it will allow you to work like the welfare works now or government assistance. Let me use that word, okay? Um, you, When you get food stamps, when they had those, they were once analog, right? They switched them over to digital. And with that, what they meant, they have stipulations for when we give you the money and you need our help, we can create the rules for you. Mm -hmm. And that means you can only buy food with it, right? You can't go out and buy a new pair of Jordans. You can't go out and exactly. buy a car. So this creates that program and capabilities on steroids. So we can say your... UBI expires after six months if you don't use it. You can only spend it within uh, three blocks of where you live. You can only spend it on these things, and they can cut out all of the selling the welfare, $100 for $50. And they can, they can monitor to a precise uh, accuracy where every one of their dollars are going. And yes. I think that that, that, that is works goal. as the ultimate plan for Control. their fiat. That is, the, that is right. the goal. And... Right. and you know what? You just made another great point. We we've already been operating, or people have already been operating in a completely digital um, currency. When you talk about food stamps, correct? It's completely digital, correct? You know, uh, I mean, I always had a, I already honestly had a problem with these uh, cards from the grocery store. So I have them. This look, I'm serious. I have them. Oh yeah. Not a single one is registered. Right. Yeah. So I get the card. So I get the discount, but I never give them my name, address. Phone. Yeah. Like when I forget my card, they say, "Oh, give me your phone number, and we'll look it up." No, you're not gonna find mine. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, we can look up your phone. No, I never gave my phone number. <laughs> like ones I can get away with not giving any info. You just get a card. I do that. Yeah. Some of them you have to give info. Then I give fraudulent info. I give yeah, yeah, yeah. all give kinds of yeah, but somebody that's the same thing. They're tracking. I'm like, tracking why do you everything even, why do I have to do. tell you everything I bought today to get ten cents off? Yeah, that's of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, and to your to your point about that, absolutely, the IRS is already writing into their, uh, I guess, code. I don't know. It's not really laws, but their code. Uh, Cryptocurrency, et cetera, et cetera. It's Miami, by the way, that you were talking about okay. that is now paying their mm -hmm. staff in, in Bitcoin or, or at least talking about it. But what about when the digital dollar comes? This is now before that. Mm -hmm. What about when that comes? Do you think that they still will? That's what, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Do you think that they still will have this implemented? Because like you, uh, the logic is, is, is sound. Mm -hmm. If they're letting you pay taxes in it, if they're paying you in it, why wouldn't they accept it? Mm -hmm. Well, now they have a digital dollar. So that's why they wouldn't accept. So. It sounds more as we've talked through this. Mm -hmm. It sounds to me now the Fed coin will be more the poor man's dollar. Really, if you look at it on the level, that's, yeah, that's what you're saying. Oh that's yeah, what you're saying. So yeah. The, yeah, the Fed that's, coin that's will I be thought. like, oh, you got Fed coin type of thing. But yeah, you know, I, I'd rather get. Can you pay me in Bitcoin or Ethereum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you I have think, any Litecoin? Right, that's right. how we are I'll now. Though, with but the dollar, Bitcoin, when it's right. like a dollar. Yeah, can you pay me in Bitcoin? Like yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me add a, a little technical uh, insight on, onto this because this is a great topic. Um, interoperability. 
is going to be a very fantastic word of the future. Um, what we're doing again is we're thinking linear. Okay, we're used to having one uh, currency in the United States, and we're saying, okay, if we have that one, we have to remove this one. If we have this one, we have to, we only can have one. Think dynamically. Okay, so um, the same way that, if, and I'll give you an example that you're used to. I like to compare it to something that people are used to. If you use Samsung Pay, Apple Pay, Google Pay, any of the pays, you can put as many cards as you want to on your account. Mm-hmm. And when you walk into a store, you can pay with any one of those cards and yeah. it will work okay. exactly the same. Okay. So imagine that with cryptocurrency. So I have a wallet and I have a card yep. and this card will allow me to pay in whatever you accept. Mm-hmm. So it's going to calculate what the value of it is at the time of the transaction and it will allow me to pay in Litecoin and Bitcoin and any yeah. coin. So the BitPay card does that now, which I Correct. didn't realize. BitPay, you can attach your BitPay card mm-hmm. to the different currencies. So that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But still, if they're stringing on to hope of Mm -hmm. controlling, Mm -hmm. having those options, people are going to be able to choose. And do they want people to choose? Yeah, but this is, Brie, what you're not thinking, how many people are own and are into cryptocurrency now? And how many people are not in it? And they're going to be, not forced into FedCoin, but... It just clicked for me. It just yeah. clicked for me See? what he was saying. <laughs> it just clicked. Like The people yeah, that are reluctant that's why already. You, yeah, that's why Correct. you get to use those different currencies because I want that they, currency. They back. want it. And that's that's yeah. what we tell people about. And if you're into XRP, Ripple, whatever you call it, no, no you know. That's me. There's, yeah, there's yeah. your captain ride over that, here. Ride, 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 that, ride that horse. Ride that wave. But what I was thinking of it what, um, along the lines of was these are banks that own XRP or this, you know, it's a project surrounded mm-hmm. by banks. Mm-hmm. Of course, they want that crypto. Correct. Like, of course, they want that that Bitcoin and that and that Ethereum. Correct. So, yeah, that's, that's so. Think about it. It would be the United States shooting themselves in both foot at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't allow people to transact in this currency, what's going to happen? They're going to be transfer transacting in a in our local currency that has no value, no value. in the world. Mm-hmm. Which means that on as a world power, we have just depleted our ability to grow. So as people come over, they're like, hey, we're going to have to take this valuable stuff and trade it for this local worthless stuff to live here. And then what happens in other countries? Other countries are like, hey, bring your cryptocurrency out here. We'll gladly take it. I don't think that that is a uh, strategic approach to take as a a country competing in the world market. All right. Well... We're at about an hour. Not that we have to stop, but we go for an hour. Uh, anything else we miss? Anything we want to bring up? Hopefully, this was good information to everybody. Yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, I want to thank um, Kendall for being here. I always watch your lives, man. I go through your lives, and Kendall has the very, bomb yeah, lives. You're, you're very, very, oh, very well, short you. to the point. Like you're not gonna minutes. be watching for years. Sixteen. We're gonna call you sixteen minutes watching. of nonsense. We're not gonna be watching for hours. <laughs> Um, and, and you're going to get a lot of, you know, intense information, a lot oh, of jewels dropping. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, seriously. Thank so you. I want to um, ask a question to end it. Okay. What do you say to people that are scared right now after listening? Scared about? Just just afraid of about of everything. Cryptocurrency altogether. Everything yeah. being well, digital. Stress, I think it could be pretty stressful for people who are stuck in there. I would say reach right out now. to anybody on this podcast. Because we all teach it. We all have information. 
my class is specifically focused on people who are brand new. I mean, that's my niche market. I like the people that have no idea or so already nervous yeah. because they've heard all these negative things that aren't even true. Yeah. So that's my market. Um, yeah. And I'll let you take my class. Once you pay the one time, you can take it over and over again. You can listen to it as many times you want to because it can be a lot to understand. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to you gotta get past the fear. Living in fear of anything is not good. It's not good. Fear, fear controls. And to Kai's point, my niche market is also people who have absolutely no idea, but also people who aren't confident in their ability to learn new things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was diagnosed with autism low on the spectrum but yeah but I've always had issues I I know but I've (laughs) always had issues with learning new things it took me a very long time so I kind of had to turn things on their head in order to sort of understand them from my from my perspective so I'm very good at breaking down complex ideas and concepts and making them into small bite-sized pieces so that a baby even a baby even a child Mm -hmm. could understand it so just alleviating that fear Completely is, right. is is my ultimate goal. Right. Um, I would say that um, my strategy, my personal strategy for conquering fear is uh, replacing it with knowledge. And uh, I always say that fear is an absence of knowledge. And in the presence of knowledge, there can't be fear. Um, so learning, learning, learning is going to be the only thing that is going to make you more confident the same way as if you are swimming, as if you are driving, as if you are speaking on a podcast, which I get nervous doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just immersing yourself in it and learning about it is the only way. I mean, we can talk for days, months, years, but until we learn and, and start to incorporate it into our life. And now uh, with it being early stages, you can play around with it on a small scale. So mm-hmm. stick, stick your foot in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, you're learning to swim in a digital world. Stick your foot in the water. And as you get more comfortable, immerse yourself a little bit further. And I think that's a better approach than having to be thrown in it yeah. five to ten years from now and learning to swim if you never touched water before. Having somebody swim for you. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's yeah. what I always say. Just try it. Just get in there and try it because you, you, you're not going to want to have... <laughs> You're not going to want to have the one they offer you forced down your throat. Correct. Absolutely. Because and whatever is forced upon you is what benefits the person forcing, forcing you. it on you. It's Correct. not the one yeah. that's the best for you. It's yeah. the one that's best for them. For them. And, and, and if anyone, after all of this information, is still unconvinced of what seems to be, you know. Inevitable. Inevitable, <laughs> yeah. Um, just a few, a few notes. Um, MasterCard and a company called Island Pay. Teamed up with the Bahamian Central Bank to create the world's first central bank digital currency in the Bahamas. CBDC. So, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, also, um, the Pentagon, they have documents that reveal that the U.S. has planned for a an actual Bitcoin rebellion. Um, in oh, fact, they've, yeah, they've... Um, they have war games. That Correct. They That's what I was yeah. going to say. What? Run some different scenarios. Yeah. They do that. All, they've always done that. Against right? yes. who? Who's against any rate? potential threats of the country. Yeah. So they may be other countries. It's it may right. be. Yeah. Correct. So Correct. yeah. So um, this was specifically against Generation Z. Okay. So um, just just these. This isn't to scare anybody. Right. Right. It's just to let everyone know that they've been planning for this. So. Right. And if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't real, it wouldn't have been a threat. Yeah. It wouldn't be a threat. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. have to do all this. Correct. So. So, 
Okay. Oh, yeah. So so um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, a good site too, if if you guys want any more information on how many major com- companies are coming into the crypto space, coming into the crypto markets, is well w h a l e dash alert a l e r t dot i o, and they show you every they update it every second, um, all of the. Not the companies, but the large amounts of money that are being um, pushed mm. into the, the crypto market. Okay. So this is this is big. It's, it's major. It's happening. So I have a question. Um, as we end this or become close to the ending, I'm not sure when we're ending it. <laughs> uh, but I, I just want to make sure we we um, give people something to take home. You know what I mean? Like when you listen to an hour worth of new information, what do you feel is that golden nugget? that you want your audience to take? Um, And I'm just curious on what everybody's uh, perspective is on that. So for me, again, if it's something that's very new to you, um, I would would ask that, I mean, if you don't want to take it directly from one of us here at at the table right now, just YouTube it. There are thousands of YouTube videos out there that will just give you entry level information, just the basics. You know, just familiarize yourself with it. Please, please don't learn it from the news. <laughs> if you any, just don't learn it from the news. That's controlled by the feds. <laughs> Hard to believe, but the news is controlled by the feds, which is a private organization. Don't learn it from the news. We just said a second ago, they're going to tell you what to do that benefits them. It's going to specifically be the thing that is not going to benefit you, but they're going to sell it to you that way. They're going to sell it to you as it's the best thing for you. And that's not necessarily the truth. So absolutely. Right. And uh, I do have a YouTube channel, Link Green, the chemist with the K, K-H-E-M-I-S-T. And I have actually a beginner's cryptocurrency video from start to finish, just the basics of getting cryptocurrency, getting started. And you will see how easy it is how fun it is, and actually, um, no matter what you have to start with, $5, 10 $20, as, as little as, as that much, um, you can actually get into cryptocurrency and start gaining and seeing your money grow and also be prepared uh, for this shift. I even teach you how to get paid from your job in cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, so very powerful video. The name of the video is The Precise Science of Getting Started in Cryptocurrency. Um, so you can definitely type that in, or you can type in Link Green the Chemist. And the video will come right up. So that's all I wanted to say. Excellent. Okay. Kendall, so what you going to do? I'll answer my own question now. <laughs> um, I am going to reiterate the two strong points that I encourage everyone to follow. Uh, number one is uh, to replace fear with knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two is to change often and quickly um, because we're in a dynamic world. It, it's already here. Um, we're just... It's going to take some time for that to set in and us to realize that. But it is here. So those two things in conjunction with uh, dipping your feet or foot or toe in the pool, <laughs> uh, however comfortable you feel, um, are going to be, you know, what everything boils down to. So the way I typically try to encourage, uh, along with educating people like all of us at the table, I think that's fantastic. Um, but the way I encourage my personal family is to uh, start now. Uh, Open up a Coinbase account, or because that's the easiest one, the one that I recommend, um, because I'm familiar with, Mm -hmm. and uh, have it on your phone. Even if you don't buy anything now, 
opening the account is something that is a very important step. Um, there will likely be a massive influx of uh, people opening an account at one time. You don't want to be stuck in that. I can tell you from the previous bull markets that you will be on hold for months, mm -hmm. and that could impact your ability to convert once things start to speed up. Um, also, it allows... Uh, you to get the notification. So while you're on the phone and you're looking at your other apps for social media, you'll get the notice when the price is going up and down that they won't give you on the news. So you you can stay informed and then that will lead you to there are options on there where you can learn and earn. Um, so you get cryptocurrency without spending any money just by watching a 30 second video and answering a question. Um, and then you can get involved and getting involved slowly is a a way to slowly rid yourself mm -hmm. of the fear. And people who are scared of the phone, I've had some older people that are scared, not of the phone, but the technology still. Even I've taken several people to Bitcoin ATM machines. <laughs> they still want to hold on to the paper and all that. We go to the machine. It gives us the receipt. You got your public wallet, your public address, your private address there. It's all printed on, the, and they're used to an ATM receipt. So it's no big deal. It's on the receipt mm -hmm. and they it's it's very easy to comprehend. I slid a hundred dollar bill in the machine, it printed the and I can explain that whole thing, but yeah. So And you can Google that Bitcoin ATM near me and uh, all of it's them. yeah, ATM. What do I I always send people to Coin ATM Radar. Yes, yeah. Coin ATM Radar dot, dot io or is it dot no, com? It's dot, it's dot com. Okay, coin okay. coin ATM radar dot com. Yeah, or you, you can, can just Google Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin ATM near me. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think we, everybody answered. All right. Yes, Thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Yes, Thank you again for having me. Thank like, you. subscribe, share, yep. review. Do that. Follow. <laughs> Whatever else, everything, comment, learn, yeah, do it learn. all. Yeah, definitely learn. All the information to everybody on this podcast will be in the show notes. Reach out to any of us. Um, you know, you can find me ready, set, free everywhere. You'll find me, and I'm even doing Twitter even more than two days a week. I think now. Oh so. wow, look at, look at you! More you than go. two days Twitter a week. That's, yeah, that's Twitter's it. important. Yeah. I've been on Clubhouse two days this week too. So, oh wow, um, you're getting stuff accomplished. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. Toes in um, the water. <laughs> toes in the water. So yeah, I'm talking about technology. <laughs> but that's social media. That ain't technology. Yeah. Social media just takes up time. It does. Right. It so does. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for participating. I've been waiting for this um, this episode. I was excited. So thank you guys for coming. Um, for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Any thank last you. shout outs? Anybody? Uh, you can find me on social media at uh, linkgreen underscore the chemist on all the um, platforms. And if you remember, Kendall is 1010 computer. So let's send some 1010. You need that up to date computer, computer right. now. Oh, he's going to build mine. He just don't know it. Yeah. Computer <laughs> piece services. Piece by piece. And I will be uh, uh, creating a, a personal profile um, that to go along with the uh, educational institution that I'm working on, along with Kai. I'm really excited yeah, about that. we got so, that in the works. I actually announced um, that to the students from last night's class. Did you? I did. I'm excited. I told so. because they were asking for more classes. <laughs> I said, you know what? It's coming. Just <laughs> wait a minute. It's coming. <laughs> So, um, okay, thank you guys very much. And I've enjoyed our time here together. We will see you next week. 
at the Ready, Set, Free podcast with your host, Kai Wilson. Bye-bye.